Stay tuned for an exclusive SFN radio interview coming up next. Hi, welcome to SFN Radio's High Frequency with your host, Christy Walsh. Welcome listeners to High Frequency. Thanks for tuning in. I'm your host, Christy Walsh. We continue our journey through the world of astrology today and how we can use it in our personal lives. And joining me in the etheric studio is Neil D. Paris, celebrity astrologer, to talk about his latest book called Surfing Your Solar Cycles. Neil was the principal British astrologer at the prestigious Linda Goodman Foundation and is continuing her legacy today. He's known for his guest appearances on CBS's WCKG in Chicago and for being the first astrologer with his own Colin show. He's been a regular guest on Lyndon's Gaydar Radio and Hay House Radio here in California. He's a regularly sought-out columnist in both the UK and the US with such publications as Watkins Mind and Spirit, AXM, Refresh, Life and Style Magazine, Velvet, and Dot Magazine. You can find out more about Neil at newworldastrology.com and surfingyoursolarcycles.com. You can find him on Twitter and on Facebook, too. I'm so excited to talk to our guest today. So welcome, Neil. Thanks so much for joining us. It's awesome to be here. I'm so glad you're here. Surfing the solar wave. So tell me about the new book and where the inspiration came from. You know, I'm, I'm excited about the book because in so many ways, the book really just wrote itself through me. It was one of those books that I knew was had to be birthed somehow, and I just kind of sat and chipped away at it over a few years. Just kept pecking away at the, at the computer. <laughs> and it just yeah. it really wrote itself, and it really is a kind of a compilation of everything that I've experienced with the work that I've done with clients over the past 19 years in astrology. So it's really kind of a going back to the beginning and kind of putting it all together so people can actually use astrology, you know, actually use it as a tool. That's one of the aspects of astrology that I'm really excited about. I mean, people like to talk about their personalities, and, but they don't really get to use astrology in, in a, on a daily or a monthly or an annual basis. And we all go through these cycles, and that's really what the book's about. We're looking at our personal cycles as opposed to what everyone else is doing in the world. And we're really all on different pages. And that's what the book shows, which page are you on and what are you doing about the cycle that you're in instead of just kind of sleepwalking your way through every month. There's always a new theme that kind of pops up in your life. I love this idea of sort of getting back to the sun. Yeah, which is the basic. That, that's the essence in astrology. We, get, we like to convolute things, get very complicated, and we like to move as far away from the sun as we can going all the way out there to Pluto and dealing with our dark shadow sides, which is, you know, wonderful because there's different layers to astrology and different layers to our psyche. But going back to the sun is really going back to the basics. We're all kind of like sunflowers and we can we can follow the changing direction of our personal sun. Sometimes our sun's internal and we have those days and months where we go inside and we kind of hide from the world. And we need those kind of times. We need those cycles where we can recharge. And the book will take you through the 12 annual cycles that we go through every year on, on a monthly basis. And as I said, that it's different for everybody. The time is very, very specific to the individual. So depending where the sun is in your chart? Exactly, yeah. I mean, you can use the book in two in two ways, which is you can use it from your sun sign that you know. You know, you're a Scorpio, you're a Taurus, and Aries. And you can see the cycle that everyone in your sign goes through every year. And that's really the foundation of, of real astrology as far as the real horoscopes go. There's a lot of creative writing out there. And to find the real horoscopes are the ones that deal with the specific cycles of your life. That's kind of the bedrock of astrology. The second way of using the book is to actually, yeah, you look at your birth, your birth chart. The book will take you through that. You can draw your chart free and see where the sun's moving uh, from all the 12 houses uh, of your zodiac wheel, your personal chart. And every time you enter a new house, you enter a new initiation, a new theme. Life just looks like it's happening around you and we're bumbling through these situations. But no, everything's an event. is really an astrological construct that helps you 
find another layer of yourself and experience yourself. And really, the, the, the key that I really let people know about when it comes to the book and astrology in general is our destinies are shaped really by the reactions to the events that we move through, not the events themselves. The, the event that happens on the outside of us is something that can help us find and reconnect with a different part of us, whether it's something inside like an attachment we have we need to learn to let go of, or whether it's a gift that we have that's kind of sleeping inside of us. So everything that happens to you is a way to help you wake up to what's going on around you and really find the deeper meaning so you can kind of start shifting your reality instead of reacting to everything that's happening. What I loved is that I could go to the website, uh, Surfing Your Solar Cycles, Dot com and run your chart right there and you sort of take us through the steps of how to look at the transit and find the sun um, you know, and then you're overwhelmed actually... with that sometimes too the, the technical part of astrology but if you just do it go on a very simple step-by-step basis it's like basically a three or four point uh, step process you can do of finding the sun in your chart and it's nice because it's a way of becoming your own astrologer and I love that I love being able to help people become their own astrologers you know we always get these middlemen these days and it's great to go to people who have this knowledge and who are specialized in certain fields but it's also great to find out for yourself I think you really get to know yourself a lot more by kind of doing it yourself sometimes yeah i i loved it and the fact that in the book you don't start off with cycle one <laughs> no yeah exactly right that's another layer of course astrology throws in a, a new spanner but what i've found from all these years of working with people is that cycle one is in the chart is when, is when the sun pops up over the horizon you know that the chart's kind of a map of the heavens when you were born as the horizon and it's the eastern point of the chart the first house represents kind of a, a new beginning a rebirthing on some level in your life but there's things that always happen behind the scenes so we go back two steps in that process to cycle 11 so we move from cycle 11 to cycle 12 and then to the beginning of cycle 1 cycle 11 is really where you have the, the mental blueprint of something anything that manifests in the physical dimension on earth has to be you know, created first on a different level there's a, there's a blueprint so it's kind of like the etheric blueprint then you move into cycle 12 where when you plant something under the ground like, you know, like a seedling it disappears it goes in hiding you don't see any birth yet and then when you move into cycle 1 in your life you see the birth you see the springtime as it were where you see the shoot come through the ground so everything that happens doesn't always happen at the beginning there's always a beginning before the beginning that makes sense yeah i love that because i've you know as a psychic and metaphysician in in my own world (laughs) i've noticed that uh these ideas come to us and how they manifest we may not be as attached to that manifestation as the original thought so um i just loved being able to sort of go back into another world before you create in this world. Yeah, exactly. Just... Yeah, everything that's because really manifestations are kind of old. Once something's appeared in the physical plane, whether it's a physical, whether it's a, a disease that's in the body, or, or something that's been built like furniture, there was a, there was a life before that when you saw it show up, and it shows up on different levels. And really, the, the book came about as an idea of helping people uh, take a little bit more charge of what's happening around, so you can kind of wake up, as I said, within these initiations and say, well, what's the theme? What am I going through? And as your life might look the same, you might look around right now and think, you know, this month's the same as last month and there's this content continuation yes we have some lessons that last longer but the sun moves to a different area of the chart every month so that you can see a new theme you can you can experience a new part of your personality and sometimes we get stuck in a certain part of our history whether it's a painful memory or, or, or time we don't want to let go of and really what this book and, and what astrology shows us in general is everything's cyclic so if you feel like you're in a stuck place it's okay it can shift it can move forward as long as you kind of look at what's happening around you and don't see there's a mistake or there's a problem everything is helping you kind of grow and evolve to a new level and you're really always evolving even at those times when you think you're not evolving as soon as you're aware of that on some level then you're already kind of getting back on track 
right? As soon as you think, oh, I'm a little bit off somehow. Well, there you go. You're not as off as you thought. You're starting to kind of get back on again. And really, the, the sun in the chart in astrology is, is the essence of ourself, the, the, the light that shines through from the source energy, whatever you want to call this, this energy that creates everything else, you know? And it's a bit part of the ego, the human ego, and we need that. We need the driving force in life. It's the thing that helps you get up out of bed in the morning and say, I want to do this. I want to help people in this way. I want to share this gift with the world. So the sun just shows you how you can turn on the light in your life a lot more and shine brighter. And it's a funny thing. When you start watching the cycles and plotting them out and seeing what happens in those cycles, it'll kind of make you laugh on some level because you'll see there's a theme. You'll see that there's something kind of working through your life. And then you can kind of take a bit more charge and start playing with it. Instead of feeling like life's messing with you, you're kind of playing with it. <laughs> I like that much better. Yeah, exactly. It sounds like, and it's a lot more fun. That's what life should be. Life really should be a game on that level. And astrology is, is a tool that we can use now. And that's why I was excited about the, the book kind of being created because it's a guidebook you can use from now for the rest of your life. You're going to move through these 12 cycles every year of your life. You can kind of see where you're at. And it gives you a bit of a plan. You're not just kind of bumbling through these months and then the next month becomes the month after. You can start kind of seeing what's happening and playing with a different theme. As I said, you can move through your financial theme, you can work on that, move through a communication theme, tie up some loose ends from your past emotionally your creative themes and on and on and on you're just kind of going on this kind of cycle and evolving to an ever higher level so no month of your life will ever be the same as the last month the theme will be similar on a, on a root level but there'll be different manifestations of that sometimes you'll be on the flip side of it where it seems like you're really on top other times it'll feel like you're caught under the cycle but then as soon as you're aware of that again you can kind of take charge and kind of get back on the surfboard and, and keep surfing through these cycles that was the whole idea you know yeah surfing is just such a great great metaphor for so many aspects of this ascension time yeah, that we're always in. waves of energy so it's, you, you, to locate yourself in time time is such a strange thing these days especially with the, the, the planet pluto which rules transformation in the sign of capricorn which is the the, the the sign that relates to time you know ruled by uh, capricorn which is ruled by saturn the planet of time so in this period of time time is a strange thing time seems fast for some people it seems to be achingly slow for other people some people feel like they should be more further down the path than they are a lot of people are resisting where they're at so these waves and cycles it's great to be able to look at them and to, to chart them in your own personal life helps because you can unplug them from the media and everything that's going on around you and feeling like you should be doing something different to just looking at what's right in front of you because life really puts everything you need to know right in front of you you don't really need to go on a major hunt for it if you just if you just if you don't know anything else just look at what's happening around you and work with that the conflicts with the people that you have the feelings that you're trying to repress or hide let those things come up because that, that's part of this kind of mass healing that's going on on a really global level right now. The conflict doesn't make sense to me anymore. It doesn't feel good either, does it? You can get into it and go, I know this, it's very familiar, and I, I'm always sick of it. Every time it comes up, it doesn't feel good. But that's part of the, the key of waking up. When it doesn't feel good, it doesn't need to feel good. You don't need to be experiencing those things anymore. I think that's like a look back one last time kind of thing. We've already moved through this transition, 2012. A lot of people looking around saying, well, what's different? But there's a lot of things that are different. But I think it's just yeah. accessing it to that feeling point and not getting caught up in the physical manifestations of, of yourself or other people, the things that have already been created out there. I think that really uh, astrology has taught me to always live a little bit ahead of where we are, which sounds odd. People say stay in the present. But really, if you get too stuck in the present on some level, this might sound like a paradox. If you get too stuck here without looking ahead uh, of this kind of journey that you're on, you can get caught up in everything that's happening right now. And there's a lot of stuff that's being dumped in front of us, whether it's the economy or it's relationships and it's this and that and the it seems like there's a lot of things that are really, really heavy, but that's just old manifestations that have kind of piled up, right? 
And so we yeah. look ahead to where we're going and what we're kind of creating on and what we're, what we're designing, like a piece of artwork, our life, you know, work in progress. It gives you a feeling of continuity. And then you can look to create new things instead of always getting bombarded with old creations or old dramas or old dialogues and stories that you're telling with people kind of over and over. And I'm all about that. I love that idea of we can move forward and create life anew. And that's what this book's really kind of teaching people to do. Yeah, continually creating. I think that's it. That's the key. That, and that's the essence of the sun in astrology. The sun's the essence of the ego and the essence of that self. And it creates in different ways. Each sign has a different tool it can, it can pass on to people. And we have a lifetime solar cycle too. Whichever house the sun was in when we were born shows that will be a lifelong process for us. That's where we came to shine. Everyone came to shine in a different sign, but they also came to shine that light in a different house of their chart, a different area of their personal lives. And that affects the, the earth as it were. There's, there's the caretakers, there's the fix-it people, there's the communicators. And, and our charts are, are blueprints that are really everyone should really just have a copy of their chart you know go to the site draw up your chart it's free have a copy of it because that's your blueprint it's really the roadmap for yourself of, of kind of what you came here to do and who you came here to be and being yourself i think is the key to all of this right now to shift things even faster as it were is just being yourself and not feeling like you need to apologize for being who you are even those the, the darker elements of yourself that a lot of times we try to avoid or say that we, we're not and the light workers these days especially have a lot of that going on. The light workers, I think, are dealing with more of the darkness probably than anybody else on the planet. People, <laughs> I'm really coming to that conclusion now, seeing it and working with people. And, and, and it's hard because on the outside, I think a lot of people feel judged because they should be handling this better, whatever that looks like to them. They, it should be nicer. It should be calmer. And I've noticed that when people start taking the spiritual journey, it really kicks up a lot of dirt. That's what the sun teaches us. Every day the sun comes up, you get a chance just to try that again. That little problem that you have with that certain person, maybe you have another shot at it. Or maybe you can just put it to one side and say, you know, I want to try and do something different and use your other relationships to kind of find that new part of yourself. Which is tough sometimes though, right? When you get out of bed and you're not in the best mood and you feel like you should be, as soon as you start feeling like you should be a certain way and should be doing something, that also is, I think, the, the ego sabotaging you. You know, when you're trying to evolve to a high level and, and you're rushing and you're really trying to be a better person. Being a better person, I think, these days is being honest about how you feel and deciding if you're going to pollute the bigger picture around you, the stream, or whether you're going to sit on the banks until you feel a bit more kind of, you dip your feet in the water and calm down, and then you can get back in the game, as it were. I think I really recommend that to people of just taking time out. That's what meditation is good for, just breathing, slowing down, because let's face it, if we're, if we're going to wait till everything's calmed down in our lives to calm down, it's probably not going to happen. <laughs> There's going to be something else. It's going to come at you as soon as you think everything's calm. There's going to be that thing coming at you because that's really we're really kind of in school in a schoolroom here, right? With different schools classes we've signed up for, and that's really you know the, the book and, the, and our astrology charts really kind of show that these twelve areas of our lives is always some sort of test and challenge that we're going through on that level, and you get a chance to see your progress based on how you're feeling. If you can laugh through it still, no matter what's happening. That, I believe, is the sign that you're tapped into something. You're tapped into your true nature. If, you've, if you get buy into what's happening too much and get lost in it, that's like the three-dimensional world, this kind of illusion that we're living through. You believe that's really w what it is. That that's the only thing that you can see. But there's other layers behind that. And astrology is the kind of peek behind the veil to, to remind yourself that you know more of what's going on. You're, you're smarter than you think. <laughs> yeah. We definitely have a lot more going on than just this sort of surface life. 
Yeah, and this is this is the, th- the, the physical dimensions where it all happens. That's why I wanted to take astrology out of the ethers and bring it down to the level of, well, when you're trying to pay your bills, it's nice to talk about personality and talk about these higher levels, but you still have to operate in this human world right now. You still have to deal with this physical stuff. And I'm really believing that a lot of the times people think the stuff that's happening in the physical world in their life is a problem. It's something to get through and get beyond. But I really am starting to see through astrology and the work that I've done with these people for all over the, for, for so many years now is that the things that happen are the perfectly designed experiences experiences to help you move through something and say you've moved through it. it that's life's about a process and I like the idea of cycles that's you know we talk about signs and we talk about houses in a chart in astrology but we don't really look so much at the idea of a process we're moving through a cycle and we're evolving through different initiations to help us evolve and grow and we need to be able to look back and see where we've been otherwise we wouldn't have a sense of progress so the physical dimension I think is a tricky one to navigate sometimes, but if you just look at what's in front of you, don't get so caught up in everything and just kind of allow yourself to step back now and again. Um, and the book can help do that. You know, look at the cycle you're in and say, well, what does this mean? What is this for? What's the theme? What can I do to, to affect and shift my reality instead of reacting to everything that's happening? Everything that's happening to you is perfectly designed by you on some higher level. And we just forget that and we don't want to look at it because it drives us crazy when we hear that. <laughs> so tell me about one of the... Uh solar cycles that you like right now i'm really into six and eleven right now you're into six and eleven what am i liking right now well you know what i'm kind of i'm kind of even though i'm in cycle five i'm noticing people around me a lot through cycle six so that's a good one to look at cycle six is the time on the journey when you get to see the flaws they get to be brought up in front of you because you get it's all about improvement how can you fix something unless you see what's wrong so you see that's a perfect example you can get caught up in what's happening that seems to be wrong but then you can miss the theme on some level, you'll still go through it. You just won't be as conscious. You'll miss the theme, which is, what can I do to make something better? Can I sit and complain about things? Am I going to look at the problem all the time? Am I going to try and move towards a solution and improving things? Whether it's just cleaning your house up or taking yourself for a walk or stretching your limbs, you know, making something better. If you're feeling stiff, well, stretch your body. It's as simple as that. And sometimes we get so caught up in thinking we have to do all these other things. Cycle six is a really good cycle. It's a hard one for us because it's when we have to kind of clean our acts up and get our schedules working better for us and making everything work more efficiently. And just as we're doing that, the life usually throws in a few other hundred things that we have to do. And then, you know, I'll recommend in cycle six, you have to keep a to-do list going. <laughs> Why do you like cycle 11? That's, that's the first cycle. We mentioned that earlier on. Is that because it's the blueprint part of the cycle? Or why are you liking that? Uh, yeah, the blueprint. Yeah. That's, that's exciting. That's, yeah. where you're, that's where the true freedom is, the true power is. When you can sit and you can, whether it's looking at pictures of things that you like, we've heard about those things before from the, the law of attraction field. If people don't know, it's the idea of just keep fixating your energy on things that you'd like to experience or ways you'd like to be. Pictures of people that are calm, you know, putting pictures of artwork up in, in, in your house that inspire you. We look at the TV a lot of the times at things we don't like. You know, and, and we get caught up in things like that and we get caught up in things that make us generate fear inside of us. But you can focus your attention on the things that you really do enjoy. If you're stuck looking at things you don't like, it's time to turn the other cheek, as it were, and focus on something else and look towards something that, that, that inspires you because that's the energy. These days, whatever energy you feed is coming back at you faster. If you keep feeding conflicts without a view to solution or moving beyond them, they'll just keep coming back. It's like life's on replay for people right now. So it seems like life's getting harder for a lot of people, but I think it's just that people are facing their stuff more because you can't get away from it as much the evolution is kind of speeding up you have to look at what these these sensitive spots inside of you your your insecurities those things are kind of coming zinging back at us faster 
So if we just stay present to what's happening and look at these cycles, and every month we can move through a new cycle, it gives us a new focus. We don't need to get so stuck on looking at this thing that we have that's driving us crazy. Sometimes when you stand back from something, it, it has a chance to resolve itself without even really your help. Sometimes our help can actually be a hindrance because we're so involved and fixated in a, in a way that we want it to resolve for us in a certain way, which is the control factor. We want it to end up like this. We want it to look like this. <laughs> but stepping back from it lets it be the way it needs to be. And most of the time, it just is like that if we just take our hands off the wheel a little bit. But that freaks us out because we humans can be control freaks, right? Yes. And I noticed, I guess I was reading cycle six. So, um, but I've noticed that, you know, I have been organizing and looking at calendars and I, you know, had been doing that yeah, you'll see. sort of naturally. Right. That's a good and sign. I, it means you're kind of in the natural flow of kind of what's happening. And if you don't, you're yeah. not in that flow, you can kind of dip into the cycle and, and look at the one of the 12 and see where you're at and gives you some ideas and some tips on how you can kind of work with it so you can kind of sail with those kind of tides. The best way to serve is to move with the wave, right? You don't move against it. You don't go against the tide. That's not going to help. Yeah. And I loved that you had suggestions and kind of what to look out for. And that was well, what's really it's interesting brilliant. is you start finding that the themes will holographically be represented and reflected back to you through other people. So sometimes you can look at this, the cycles and you'll find that a lot of other people around you are going through that theme. They might be in a different cycle, but to you, you're getting to see it because whether it's you turn the TV on and someone says something that relates to the theme or you pick a book off a shelf somewhere in a store, or someone has some advice for you. Look at what's happening around you. The great thing of the experience that I had from writing the book was watching clients going through things and friends and family and plotting their cycles and really looking at that, but seeing what happened for myself. And every chapter that I was working on, every cycle, the themes would be coming in through other people so I could get to see how people were handling it well or handling it not so well. Um, so like say a financial theme you know you might find money into the bed you might find money uh, you know, in a pocket somewhere you might find that you have to have extra expenditure a bill comes in your money has to go out um, maybe you save up money and that's the point in the year where you can you can make a big purchase and the second cycle which is the financial cycle also deals with self-esteem so you have situations that make you feel less than the shining spirit that you really are and it hurts and then you can kind of value you know appreciate yourself a lot more so or you'll find other people will go through those themes so it's an interesting uh, book because it will it shows the mirroring of reality based on what can happen to you and, and what's happening to people around you everyone's connected the theme will find you even if you just sit at home the theme somewhere along the line will work its way into your life even if it's just down to the dreams that you're having or the thoughts that you're carrying around in your head yeah even those thoughts you really don't have to turn on the tv no no you'll find your <laughs> drama we, we have our own drama we create more of our drama inside i think that's why a lot of people get disappointed with things these days whether it's movies or everyone's a critic right but people have mm -hmm. more of that stuff going on inside than, than they realize but they don't realize too that they get to experience their inner conflicts well i think a lot of people are waking up to this but they get to experience their inner conflicts through outer conflicts through the things that people are having the reason why there's a lot more conflict outwardly these days i think is because inwardly there's a lot more conflict but there's a lot more stillness outwardly too you know, the, the TV and the media obviously is skewed to point us towards more of a dramatic perspective, but there's a lot of great things happening on the planet. And the people are really kind of waking up to, to their true nature and how they can evolve on, on an even faster level now, which is just coming back to themselves in a very slow, slowing things down, basic way. As the world gets faster externally, we have to find ways to kind of slow down internally. I think that's the balance, which is getting back to nature. You know, and I say this, in the, I think, in the preface to the book, which is that, that, that we've lost track of our natural cycles. You know, we can stay up 24-7. There's always lights on. We can go to shopping malls at any time of the day. We can do, you know, or, or supermarkets. We can, this, time has been skewed. We're not following our natural cycles. And the sun would rise and the sun would set. There was a time for action, a time for rest. 
And the more we can get back to those natural kind of cycles, again, we're all on different pages. We don't all follow the same cycles. Life would be really boring if that's the, the way it was, right? Um, the more we get back to a natural cycle and work with the rhythms and, and the natures of the seasons, as it were, then we can really kind of life, it'd just be easy for everybody to get back to that place again. We've got a little bit off track, but the great thing about being off track, you really get to see it these days and you can get back on track, as I said. So use your off track moments to say, okay, that's great. Now I'm going to start getting back on track again. I think it's a daily thing. I think it's a day, for, it, for me, it's a daily thing. You know, I have my moments of my times where I'm feeling better, I'm feeling more on. And I think that every day, if you let yourself try and find a tra- chance to find a way to get back on track from those off track places, then uh, and be gentle about yourself with that. Some days you really just need to have time, a time out and rest and unplug from the world. Cycle 12 is the, is the time. That's after the cycle 11 blueprint when we come up with the idea. We need to back off. It's the same with any manifestation tool. You can put your wishes out there in the ether, but there has to be a letting go and a, a spiritual surrender. You can't control the process. We're not as in control as we think. We're in control of how we can react to everything. But I think that's enough. That's enough in the human journey is is how you can react to what's happening right in front of you with this person that you're looking at or something that you're going through and experiences. How can you handle that? So remember, your destiny has changed and created by your reaction to the event that's happening to you. So the next time something big comes up and you get triggered somehow or there's something that life really kind of seems to be expecting of you or testing you on, just be in that moment there. And say, okay, you know what? Um, something's happened inside of me. I'm feeling kind of strange about this. Uh, in astrology, as I said, with the, with the book and the, and the chart, keep finding these tools. I've always been a seeker. I know that you are too. I find different tools that can help you on this journey and a process. Um, and we're all here helping each other out. And it's great to be able to add a new tool into this mix. You know, it's really exciting to me. Yeah, and speaking of tools, just recently on PBS, they've been showing this discovery or it was discovered a long time ago by Jack Cousteau, but it was actually uh, the first computer, they're calling it, or the first uh, machine that was tracking eclipses. And it was actually tracking eclipses in the future. And they were saying that it was a Greek or, or Roman type of uh, machine, but it actually was developed by Archimedes, they're thinking. Yeah, that's, it's funny. We're and starting to find these tools now. You know, whether it's, you know, there's people that still talk about Stonehenge as being a calculator, an astronomical or astrological calculator. Um, and old wisdom, that, it, it's frustrating. We live in a time where a lot of information is being, we're being disconnected. You know, like when you look back at the, the themes in movies like Lord of the Rings, you know, things that seem very fantasy oriented, like trees could talk, people were connected to nature more, there's a spirit within, within nature. Uh, those movies represent some, I think, inherent truth, which is why we're really drawn to them, which is we're being disconnected from a lot of our inner knowledge. And we're in, we're in a period of time where people, it's easy to control based on the fact that people have been disconnected from their, 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 their inner spirit, their inner selves. That's why I'm a firm believer now of getting back to those old natures. People, there was wisdom back then. People had calculators made of stone, you know, <laughs> things that are found made of wood inside of caves deep, deep in the earth. They're finding these tools that people had that where they could map things out. People were much more aware. Yeah, and they wanted to know, like, when is the next eclipse coming? I want to know. And these days, we, 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 you know, astrology and astronomy were really kind of, they were together. They, they, they got separated, you know, it was like the right brain and the left brain. We kind of moved, you know, with Eastern medicine, Western medicine, everything kind of got divided because obviously by dividing everything, you can kind of keep some kind of level of control over things out, out of fear. I think that fear got to such a point now where, you know, we've got disconnected from the spiritual center and really it's like an elastic band that stretched so far. You kind of have to go back. You know, how something starts is usually how it kind of wraps up and ends. You're only as strong as the seed that's been planted. So now we're getting to see the seeds we were planted now based on what's happening. These are the manifestations. That's why I think it's really important to not get caught up in the manifestations. 
Don't get caught up in the manifestations of what's happening because that's a final result of what's happened from moving through all these cycles from that cycle 11. It's been a blueprint that's finally manifested. Usually cycle 10 will be the manifestation cycle. You get to see something. Did it work? Did it not work? Well, you get the wisdom for it and you can move forward to the cycle 11 again. So, you know, a lot of people listening to this, a lot of people won't be in their cycle 11. I mean, but I think you can work with these cycles at any time. But just when you move through your specific cycle 11, which you can map out yourself, use that month period to create a new blueprint by focusing your attention on things that you really would like to experience because that's where that kind of magic is happening. That's where you're attracting stuff into your life based on that. And a lot of people are not doing that, of course. You're just kind of moving around your life like a pinball, bouncing against things that are happening. But then you're reacting. You're creating your reality based on your reactions and perpetuating those reactions. So it's nice to kind of break that and just step out of that and, and see what happens. Life shifts when you kind of shift how you play with life. And I think a lot of these days, people are just kind of bored <laughs> with their lives. The same old things are happening. They're kind of sick of it. And people are just kind of withdrawing into their own world or connecting only through online or through the Internet world. Um, but these days, I think if you can kind of just slow everything down and, and look at what's happening in front of you and, and see it for what it is, because it's, there's a message there. I've always loved that. Life's always been shown me that there's always a symbol or a message behind what's actually happening outwardly. And it's kind of magical, isn't it? When you start seeing that side of life, it's like, oh, this is exciting. It's not just these random events that are happening. So we're just different kind of it's like a giant color palette and we have different uh, you know some have a little bit more blue and a little bit more red a little less yellow and we're just all made up of the same kind of components in just different packages and we learn about who exactly we are based on how we bump into other people and see who we're not and what we would like to be and things like that yeah I do find right now it seems like preference is really coming to the forefront where the things around me right now, I'm sort of saying, oh, I like that. Oh, yes, not so yes, much. Yes, exactly. <laughs> now, either way, when we say not so much too as well, we find in the, in the cycle things will still come to us based on just what we're giving our attention to. Whatever you're giving the majority of your attention to is going to come back in your life bigger. It just seems to be how it works. That's just kind of the, the spiritual mathematics of life right now. Your attention is a spotlight. And that's what the sun is doing as it moves through your chart. When you move through these cycles, the sun is trying to draw your attention to specific parts of your life. A lot of other things might be happening. You might have some lifelong processes in the back. There might be something that you've been dealing with for three or four or longer, you know, five or six years now. There's some themes that take a lot longer to move through in our charts. But the sun, every month in the chart, or at least around about that period of time in the chart, will, will move through a different area of your life and your psyche to see how you deal with things. Will you do better this time? So every year, every month, when you go through the cycle again, you get a chance to take it to a new level. Neil, where can folks find you for readings for My website advice? is uh, newworldastrology.com, and you can, you can connect to the book there, but the, if you want to check out the, the cycles, just to get an idea of what's, what the cycles are, you can check out the, the, the surfingyoursolarcycles.com website too. But New World Astrology is where I am, and you can see, you can connect with me on Facebook and get a free copy of your chart there. There's a, there's a draw every week for a, a free mini reading, so you can kind of get an idea of what your, what your chart means. And there's some videos of horoscopes on uh, YouTube for horoscopes that last uh, until I think maybe 2025, maybe, because we're going through some long astrological themes with the planet Neptune, uh, for example. So you can, there's a lot of different stuff on there. You can play around, uh, find out if you're a typical Aries, Cancer, Libra. Well, thank you so much, Neil, for talking to us today on High Frequency. I really appreciate thank it. Thank you for blabbing so much, my goodness. So thank you. Thank you, Christina. <laughs>